Hey there, it's Diva Raven Elizabeth, aka Dr. E. Today is my first official interview on this podcast. I'm going to be bringing forth my community partners and amazing friends from throughout the world, mostly vitalistic, holistic healers, people doing amazing things to cultivate and inspire creative courage. So this first interview today is with Melanie Mitchell, the founder of virtualmystics.com. She also has Facebook and Instagram, Twitter that you can follow for that. She de- uh, developed her own divination cards that are really amazing that we talk about her journey in this interview. And you can learn a little bit more about the history of tarot and how there's different types of cards and how the cards should choose you. So I hope you enjoy this interview and look forward to connecting with you all soon. Follow me on Instagram at Diva Raven Elizabeth. Peace. Oh, buzzy noise. Hi, namaste. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Diva Raven Elizabeth podcast, Melanie Mitchell. Thank you, Diva. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you here as my first interviewee on my podcast. And let's uh, get started. I've, I mean, I've known you a couple of years now in multiple capacities, but I want my audience and listeners and community to know more. So if you could just tell us a little bit about your background and what you're doing now, and then I would definitely want to talk about virtual mystics. Okay, great. Uh, Melanie Mitchell, hello everyone. Um, <clears throat> I am a trained a graphic designer. That's been my that's been my career. Um, a pure creative person. I have done many many creative projects, but graphic design, web design, um, you know, digital and print design, photography a little bit of video, but not a ton. And so that's where I got my education in. And I've transitioned into doing, um, I've always been an intuitive. And so I've taken that creative ability and and in my creative ability, I also use my intuition. Because I'm I'm a, as a, as a designer, you kind of have to try to pull out of a client who's not creatively inclined what they're going to need. So over time, I started tapping more and more into my intuition, which is always pretty strong ever since I was a child. Mm-hmm. And now I do, um, I've printed into some like, I don't want to say counseling, but sort of like intuitive readings and intuitive counseling sort of a genre. When did you first notice that you had like a really strong intuition and that you could use that for creative aspects of your life and outlets? I, I think the intuitive part started when I was very young. Like I want to say five or six. I remember my first uh, precognitive dream because I, I woke up one day and I was walking down the street and something that I had dreamed the night before happened piece by piece like I had seen it. And at a young age, I didn't know how to interpret that. I just thought everybody, I just thought that happened to everybody. So I never really discussed it with anyone. And, and, you know, the few times I mentioned it, my, my mother basically, you know, sort of rolled her eyes, whatever, you know, and so I just kind of let that stroll. But as I started getting older and, you know, in my adult life, noticing that not everybody was, you know, not everybody uh, practices their intuition. 
that it was a benefit to me in a lot of ways. So I used it, you know, primarily I use it to ask questions and try to try to pick up on what other people's thoughts are so that I can help them process their own way forward. I think that's the best way to do it. When I, that's how I developed it when I was doing creative work. So I'm kind of hoping to move that more into a healing area as opposed to just purely um, for creative purposes, although I don't mind doing it that way. <laughs> Well, I, I like that you said practice intuition, because that's something I really believe that everybody has that innate ability and has yeah. intuition. And most people do have dreams. They just don't know how to give psyche that permission to like remember them and then to trust them and honor them and recognize them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's amazing that at a young age, you were, you were able to piece that together. I think it's, it was, to me, it was very interesting. And I've always tried to, you know, over a, a lifetime, I've tried to figure out why it is. Why is that there? Why is that piece there for me and other people aren't accessing? We basically all have the same parts. You know, I mean, we're all up practicing with the same parts. And so I feel like it's something <laughs> everyone's got access to. And some of us just are more uh, channeling it. You know, I mean, I guess that's the best way. They just allow it to flow through them. And, and I'm just, I just feel blessed and I hope that I can help more people access that part of themselves. Yeah. It's, re it's, it's really balancing when you finally obtain that because it helps you balance the choices that you make and it helps you balance where your truth is coming from and how to generate that and, you know, absorb that in every, all the decisions that you're making. Like, am I going to do this or am I going to do that? It helps people find a more balance in their practical life right and so within that vein are there any rituals or practices that you ascribe to that you could then prescribe to others who want to cultivate a deeper sense of intuition oh, interesting well i think it starts out with trusting anything like trusting yourself uh my practices are uh, I started intuitively. I've, I've always practiced vision, you know, vision quest and vision manifestation and, you know, trusting what I've been shown as a creative person. I've always had access to just drawing or using color or using um, all kinds of tools to do things that are visual. So for me, visualization mm -hmm. is a good practice tool for intuition, which means that when I'm going into meditation, I, I do that visualization work while I'm there. And so I learned to trust myself more and trust the information that's coming from inside of me. And I think that's a basic practice that everyone can do is to try to quiet the mind, listen to the, and listen to the um, inner intuition, inner, the inner guidance system that we all mm -hmm. have, you know, and I think, but um, in order for me to practice it, practice it with other people, I've picked up tools like tarot or Lenormand cards or Oracle cards. I've used cards quite a bit. Um, and so I would say that that's my main tool. I've done some mediumship work uh, because it's come out while I'm doing reading cards for other people. That was mm -hmm. a new one to me. It's something that I should, and I'm working on training in that. Um, all kinds of things, you know, I mean, there's just so much there. It's like a whole new world, you know. Yeah, it's another dimension. And it sounds like you have like a really embodied practice of maybe this stuff comes from dreams or meditation. And then you're able to not only visualize it within your mind's eye, but then also 
sometimes create it through art, you know, artistic expression. So I I think that's really important because you're bringing those images and symbols from psyche out into the world. And that's what gives them life force and voice. Right. And I did design a deck of Lenormand cards, a deck of uh, divination cards, Coastal Lenormand, from a uh, series of photographs that I took here in our town. Santa Barbara. Barbara. (laughs) Santa Barbara, California. Yeah. Um, So, which just happened to, you know, it was funny because I learned Lenormand system recently, within the last few years, it just, I was reading with tarot and then I came upon this other system that's a lot quicker and has symbols. And just as I started learning it and I was going through my photographs one day doing some, you know, photo editing and I thought, Oh my gosh, look, I took that picture. And then I went down the list and there was about 30 of the, of the 36 cards that I needed. So yeah. I just set it up and did it. And what I also find interesting is if you're a creative a person who creates tools intuitive tools is the energy that we have in our and in, in, in the decisions and the things that we do the energy that we put into it affects how it processes like I can tell you that this deck that I've created some of my friends pick it up but don't read Lenormand and they're like I can just feel the energy of this deck mm. so I was very it's it's um that was a very fun uh practice for me because it, it taught me that there really is energy in all of the things that we touch as intuitive and, you know, intuitively when we're doing divination, that purity of energy is really important. To right. Keep balanced. And there's so many different cards when you go on YouTube and different resources of people reading cards and like, I have these the animal spirit cards or whatever right. it is. And there's so many. So when you tell me the difference and the listeners, the difference between tarot and the Letterman cards, and if you have any like background or history on that, that would be great. <laughs> I don't have a lot of history on tarot. I do know that. I mean, I don't know a lot of like historical history mm-hmm. uh, writer. I do. I started learning with Rider Waits and, and it, it's a, her, it's a, <sighs> It's something I just actually picked up and started using because I needed a way to translate what I was seeing Mm -hmm. in my head and give the information to a client. And every time I laid it out, it just said said exactly what I needed it to say. So Tarot is a very deep language and it's very, it's very historical and there's a lot of levels in there. And if there's a beginner out there that's going to start using Tarot, I suggest that you get involved in a group of people that are doing it. Um, and you pick up a really good book. Um, I'm using Benabel Wen's book called Holistic Tarot, and that is like a, an encyclopedia. And that would be my suggestion for a book. So if you're going to start with tarot, start there. Go to an um, esoteric shop and pick up the deck that calls to you. Don't pick up. You can start with Rider Weight if that's what you feel called to, but there are hundreds of tarot decks out there, and I yeah. feel like the one that you the first one that you pick should be the one that picks you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with Connolly because I walked into a shop. Uh, I was on my way to a party somewhere and I had never had a deck of tarot cards before. And I walked into this esoteric shop and I was standing at the um, wall looking at the book, at the cards. And, and literally this deck flew off the shelf at me, like almost <laughs> I thought, ah, maybe I should buy that. Yeah, that's perfect. (laughs) So that was my indicator. 
they do choose you. It's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. It, there's so it's such a depth practice in so many ways when you do tarot, like the chariot card, for example, which is like represents cancer sign astrologically. When you really look deep at the chariot card, there's like these stones preventing it. There's no rains. And so it can actually like, and the, the woman even depicted off and on it is wearing no shoes, but like an evening gown and looking to the side. And it's almost like this disconnected thing. Right. And so it's like in reverse, if you do read cards in reverse, it often means that forward movement rather than reading it straight right. on. And so it's like really interesting when you get into the depth part of it. So I think right. it's good to do. There's online trainings and books like you mentioned right. just for people to really learn it. If you're going to do it, right. really do it. Really do it. There's a, there's a good YouTube. There's a couple of really good YouTube videos out there that are short and sweet and tell you exactly what the correlations are between the numbers and the elements and how the, how the, four, uh, the four suits go together with the major arcana. And so I suggest if you're going to pick it up, get a, get a book, find a deck that you feel uh, connected to. doesn't have to be traditional. Just pick one that you connect with mm -hmm. that speaks to you and uh, practice, practice with that. your friends. And yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. So tell us now, cause you're doing this big thing called virtual mystics and tell us a little bit more about that <laughs> and where we can find you and when that's okay. hopefully launching soon here. Ah, it's, it's in the works. I've, I, we've had a couple glitches, but nothing major. I just, and it's up right now. People can come. Um, I, I, there's only about three or four readers that are on there right now. So anyone that's interested in doing online, um, readings, hit virtualmystics.com. Uh, it's an online intuitive, ca uh, reader site. So it's basically people will call in it's chat based, they can join. They, there's no membership fee. You just call in, pick a reader, ask a question, and you right. do a chat interface. Um, some of them are mediums. Some of them are intuitives. Some of them are witches. Some of them are, you know, <laughs> you've got everything across. Them. Some of them are shamans. So you'll have your choice, um, hopefully more so in the next six months. Uh, we're still growing. We're, we're fairly new. I do have a Facebook group if you want to uh, if you're a current reader, you can hit me up uh, Virtual Mystics on Facebook as well. And you so, have an Instagram um, and a Twitter. So yes, can I have Instagram. It. I have yeah, it's all Virtual Mystics. Perfect. On all of the social media hashtag Virtual Mystics. And where so can come people find us? Join in. And the last question: Where can people find your Santa Barbara Coastal? Ah, deck? so I also have Coastal Lenormand on Facebook. Just so you'll search for Coastal Lenormand. And that's Coastal, L-E-N-O-R-M-A-N-D, -E Lenormand, which is really basically a cardamancy divination. Um, and there's the nice thing about the Coastal Lenormand is that there is a, uh, there's keywords on the card. It'll give you timing and it's a really good beginner deck if, if, and it's photographic. So it's, it's very, it's attractive in a sense that it's photographic. It gives you that sense of being on the coast and you'll have keywords to use as you learn how to read with it. And it's Beautiful. very short and sweet. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for, Thanks for teaching us me. today and look forward <laughs> to talking with you again soon as you progress with virtual mystics. Keep you posted. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Melanie. Come join us. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.